We are rolling. Welcome everyone to the Freddie and Alyssa show. If you're new to the channel, be sure to subscribe, like, comment, all that fun YouTube stuff. If you're watching on Facebook, give us a follow. It's the thing to do. Everyone's doing it. If you're listening on, uh, on a platform like iTunes and you want to leave us a five-star review if you think we deserve it, that would be awesome. Um, we've been putting up content now for almost four years, and uh, we appreciate your support of showing up and um, and checking out our videos. It means the world to us. And today's a special episode. Um, that's because it's the last podcast in this Airbnb. We're currently packing. You can probably see behind me, unless I'm in the way, some of the shelves are empty back here. Oh, you moved some of the stuff I'm already. I'm getting everything ready okay, to go. Okay. So um, we're going to kind of fill everybody in on what's been going on and with our move. It is, is a crazy time out here, but uh, but we're having a good time, you know? We're, we're just rolling with the punches, as they say. Isn't rolling that the saying? with the punches? I mean, we really have been rolling yeah. with the punches. <laughs> but first, I want to talk about um, the daytime Emmy nominations. Yes. So, interestingly enough, my dad is um, in town because we're moving our stuff out. And instead of hiring movers, and we still have this place and plenty of space, and my dad's uh, vaccinated, and yeah. it's a cheap flight, nonstop, two-hour and two-minute flight, same time zone. So we're taking advantage. I know I'm going to be going up to Ohio a lot. We're finally being able to take advantage of living close to family. Your parents are right down the street, and mine are only a two-hour flight away, same time zone, which when you live from in L.A. to Cleveland— mm -hmm you can't just hop on an airplane. So I'm happy that he's coming down to help us move the heavy stuff. We're putting it into a U-Haul. We're putting it into storage. So that's all happening. But when I was picking my dad up today, I was like, I wonder how this timing's going to work. So I'm in the car driving back. I can't look at Twitter. The daytime Emmy nominations are coming out. I was so pumped about what I submitted. Oh it my was gosh. the best work I feel I've ever done. Yeah. Um, and side note real quick, when you're filming something, this happens in auditions, this happens on the show, that there's times that you go in thinking you did a great job, and then you watch it, and you go, that wasn't good. Hmm. And then there's times that you think you did a poor job, and you watch it, and it was really good. Interesting. Then there's times that you feel you did a phenomenal job, and it's a phenomenal job. Right. And that happened with those scenes with Adrian, with my dad with Will. Yeah. I felt so proud with Maggie, with Brock in the prison. Yeah. <gasps> there was so many layers what? of those five or four scenes, whatever I submitted, that I said, you know what? I've really grown. Uh -huh. If you look at my first few years, and then even in the middle when I won my Emmy in 2015, um, I was like still that rookie, and you could tell I made that next step. But I don't know at that point if I was ready or was able to pull off what I did in 2019. So I'm very proud of it. I thought for sure. I was like, you know, I really want to get another nom yeah. right now. Um, You're so gracious about it, but I'm sorry. That was just phenomenal work. I remember we were choosing the scenes, and I mean, it, it just was insane. But like you said earlier, I think it was, you know, I'm just really grateful for the actor I've grown into to be able to pull off those types of scenes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and to do it in one take. You know, most people yeah. who pull off like your parent dying in a scene in an A-list film has 12 hours to try that. Yeah. We did all of it in like two days. And we did pickups. I remember me and Wally went back for some pickups because the episode was short. But it wasn't any emotional oh. stuff because my heart dropped. After pulling all that off and they're like, hey, here's six, six pink pages. I, I go, know. if I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not going to be able to cry again. Like I gave everything. <laughs> but it was us like in the waiting room. So you had to yeah. be somber. 
but well, you so weren't. Wally was nominated for yes. lead actor for days. Which well, that's when you were calling, this was the story. I was in the car with my dad on the freeway, headed home, and Twitter was announcing the nominations. Mind you, I thought on Twitter they would just have one tweet and I'd be able to see, but no, every minute they go category by category. And I was just like, come on, you gotta be joking me. As soon as I saw Wally, I go, I bet you he submitted um, the stuff with Adrian. I said, I was in that. Chandler was in that. Yeah. I was like, this is all gonna happen. And I'm gonna go through the list too here in a second that I get for everybody. So Days of Our Lives got nominated. Wally, Tamara Braun, Victoria... Conifal, sorry, I never say her name right. Um, and then outstanding guest performers, Caddy McLean as Jennifer Horton. Love it. Um, who played Jennifer Horton? Caddy McLean must have stood in for Melissa Reeves. I didn't know that. Victoria Platt, and then George Del Hoyo as Orpheus. Oh, he's really good. Days of Our Lives Outstanding Directing Team. Great. Days of Our Lives uh, Technical Team for Drama or Daytime Fiction Program. Outstanding Technical Team. Um, casting uh, for a Drama. Days was nominated. And Outstanding Costume Design Styling for Drama or Daytime Fiction Program. Great. Days. So we did get some. Congrats to everyone who got nominated. And you know what else was interesting? I saw Red Table Talk got name- nominated from Facebook Watch. Yes. So with NBC shows, you've got these platform streaming. You know, and shows. I think, and I think this creates a lot of because um, you know when it comes to business, you know, um, the fact that there's like a few people trying to go to space when, like Richard Branson, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk. This mm-hmm. is an extreme example, um, but that creates like checks and balances of having competition also allows you to have to continue to improve your brand. Cause if there's only one way to do it, yeah. some people can get lazy. Um, so I mean, in business you want competition. So people not looking at competition, but are like, I need to, you know, I, Verizon needs to try to take as many customers as they can from T-Mobile. If there was no T-Mobile or other, anything else, right. Then they can kind of just like kick back if they wanted, but they're just like, I need to keep improving my products. I need, Apple needs to stay on top, keep going. Same thing here. I love they're letting things like Facebook Watch come in because if they start letting people on YouTube, like, I mean, our show here is not big enough, but when it becomes big enough, if we could be nominated for an Emmy and the creativity and the um, no filter that we're allowed, like what we say goes through us and is approved. All these other talk shows like Ryan and Kelly, there's probably 37 decision makers before they allow a guest or anything to come right. on. And it's restricting their ability to have conversation because they're afraid of losing their advertisers and everything that's yeah. going on. But allowing Facebook Watch to come in or a YouTube to come into the mix, it's going to start putting pressure on these shows to go, look, we're starting to lose Emmy nominations and viewers to these mm-hmm. independent people. We need to up our game. We need to start changing it so it's not so vanilla. Right. Like there's been zero innovation and it's just been so vanilla. Like Red Table Talk, I've only seen a few clips of it, but they go deep. I mean, they go for it. They even had, oops, Jordan Woods, remember? The yeah, Kardashian, that whole, or with the whole that, Will and Jada thing well, they the, talked about. They're open and they go for it. And it's interesting, isn't it? Three of generations it's, of it's women, brilliant. or the, the daughter, mother, grandmother. And they're massively well-known, so yeah. it helps. But yeah, I mean, here's my question. Do you remember The Bay? It's been nominated so much. It's a web series. Yes. Is that on YouTube? Because it's been nominated for daytime Emmys for like 
a long oh, time. Yeah. And it's won a lot, I remember. But I'm like, is that stream on YouTube? Is that how that works? Because that's kind of interesting. Where else oh, would so it, it does work then. You're right. To. They've been doing that. For many, many years. Well, then um, also Sean Evans from Hot Ones um, got a show on TBS where he now does his Hot Ones, but he's nominated. Wait, he's doing Hot Ones on TBS? He's doing like a version where it's not celebrities. Okay. It's people coming on eating hot wings as like a game show. But he does the YouTube thing still with only celebrities. Wow. Yeah. I love to see that. I love when people just do it on their own and then they get another opportunity if they do want to go mainstream. The Bay has done five seasons and you can watch it on Prime Video Amazon. Oh. Because I remember, I, I, I don't want to say I know this for sure, but I could have sworn it started on YouTube. Like the Maybe very it did. Year. Maybe it did. But yeah, I, I just wow. I just love the platform. We bring this up a lot, but it's finally starting to come to fruition where it's it's just allowing people to just get their name out there. Yeah. Like, you know, even with your real estate now, like as we're going through different ideas of creating leads and, and meeting people, um, the old school way, and we know this in sales, <laughs> the old school way is you go, what do you like to do? And we used to share back when we were in sales for four years, if you want to meet people, Go do something you like. Go join a book club. Go golf. And you start hitting people like, oh, what do you do for a living? Oh, well, I do this. I do this. Mm -hmm. But that's like the old school way. Knocking on doors, old school. Yeah. You know, it's like now you can create videos on YouTube and Facebook and yeah. people are going to come to you because you're YouTubing it. What is it like to live in Claremont? We want to know if we're going to buy there. And then what do you know? The top videos are real estate agents going, we know. And you're like, oh, these people are cool. Well, even when you and I were looking Platform, yeah. at Sarasota and I think it was like Bradenton, we found this real estate agent couple, or, you know, they both did it and we love them. We were watching their videos. We go, if we go there, we have to go with them. And this was years ago, but I feel like when you're on something like YouTube, you just kind of get caught in the funnel and obviously the algorithm picks up that you like their videos. So all of your new videos pop up for like, a little bit. I know their fate as long as you keep watching them, yes. right? So I think that'll be really cool with real estate, but it just makes me laugh thinking of sales because the old school way, like you mentioned. Still works. It's, of course it does, but we like have done all of that and it's yeah. a lot harder. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's, it's definitely everything works. Um, it's a different kind of hard, I guess. Yeah. And even say. like sending in mailers is not the best, yeah, but it still works. People sure. will find agents on, on mailing things out. But, um, but my whole point to it all is there's always a negative, uh, not always, but a lot of negative talk about social media platforms. And mm -hmm. I love the positive side of it, that it's giving creators and independents who don't have millions of dollars or don't have a main connection to get their business going, their creative ideas going. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm loving that even these institutions are starting to recognize yep. YouTube, Facebook, and the work that people are doing. Yep. And it's, it's pretty interesting. So so yeah, um, that, so that's all. The, yeah, the daytime Emmys are on the twenty fifth, I believe. So we'll be rooting for uh, yes. for everybody there. And, and is that streaming on NBC? This will be the last year it's streaming. Oh really? Well, I, I think it'll. Oh, I, I but, mean, I don't think people are going to be in person. Is what I meant. Oh, but I'm saying it's on NBC because wasn't it online on a different website for a couple years? I'm not sure. Because I think for a few years it wasn't on NBC, the actual channel. You know, isn't it this year though? Oh, CBS, I think or maybe CBS. picked it up for two years. Oh. So it's going to be all Zooms. 
Sure. But it's going to sure. be, but next year will be in open. Person, for well, sure. they, they, I bet you they planned it. And now that everything's open, they're, they're like, like, oh, we could have done it, but it's probably maybe cheaper to do it this way too. And not is. having all that stuff. Um, and as cool as it is, this is what's interesting too, is that um, there's a lot of people you just get used to it. Like the people who've been there for years, they're like, I've gone to this thing 20 times. It's the same thing. But when you're new, it is so cool. Yeah. And when I got to bring my parents for the first time, that's so cool because they right. get to be there and they get to see. And like Steve, we've seen Steve Harvey, Steve Harvey before, Chris Jenner before, Britney Spears. Um, you got to see Britney Spears the one time I didn't go. I know, right? So there, you get to see like really uh, Dr. Oz was there. And so it's like super chill and it's like a really cool experience. But after a while, it just becomes like normal. Interestingly enough, just normal. And um, but yeah, I think they'll definitely do it next year because they're opening everything up. Did you? Because you, which, how was your concert that you went to? Live music is back, baby. But it's it's interesting to see how they're doing it because there definitely are different protocols that they follow. But as you're kind of seeing in the world right now, like <laughs> things really are opening up. Yeah, you know, you can feel it. The world's coming back, and so when you get there. You walk through, and it was outside, which I found very interesting because it was at Dr. Phillips Performing Arts, and they normally had a theater inside, which they still have, but this now is, I guess, the Front Yard Festival is what they call it. Okay. So they set up this huge stage, and then they had these pods with four chairs in each, and they're socially distanced you know, from each pod, but I would say in total they're probably like... 350 people there maybe so there's still plenty of people there i mean obviously not that many for an actual concert concert but you go to your pod and the cool thing is that you take your phone and you click on the little scanner and you know how sometimes menus will pop up if you're at a restaurant yeah. they'll have you do that well that's what it was and you order your food your drinks you don't have to get up and walk around everyone was very respectful but I've never felt such an energy of happy people. Like I even have videos when I was trying to get, you know, the singers foreigner. I went to a foreigner concert, um, but people were so happy. And when I was trying to get photos of the actual singer in videos, there were these people just dancing and hugging and they danced the entire night because people were just so thrilled and so happy that like we're back. You can feel the energy. Yeah. And my girlfriend, Victoria, who invited me, she whispered to me and she goes, oh my gosh, I can't believe that just happened. And I go, what do you mean? She goes, this girl just came up and told me that she loved my t-shirt. And she goes, I just feel like we're back in normal life because you just don't have those. People were a little afraid of each other. Yes. Yes. So it was fantastic. I felt very safe. Um, it was really cool to be outside. And there are just so many interesting things about that concert because I haven't been to live music in I mean, a long time. You and I haven't really gone to concerts and Foreigner was sent. What's their famous song that I would know? Um, Cold as Ice. And then they also have Jukebox Hero. Juke, jukebox Hero. And then I Wanna Know What Love Is. That's the one. That's what I know. That's my favorite song. I Wanna song. Know What Love Is. Hot-blooded. Oh, they're so good. They're, yeah, I get it. I want you to show me. I don't know the lyrics, but I can sing along in a big crowd, I guess. That's but. exactly what I did. Well, it was really interesting because you went out to the concert, and I have not done a um, uh, like a solo night yeah, in a while. Yeah. And I always treat myself when um, when we do something separate. I have the house to myself. Yeah. 
and I always go get Knob Creek. Every time. I, I never get Knob Creek unless I'm alone. Uh-huh. It's like my thing. Uh-huh. And I had some Knob Creek. I made myself um, a chicken quesadilla in the air fryer. Mm. And I sat down. I was going to enjoy this uh, action movie. And um, and uh, I was just getting ready. And I noticed that Benji was licking his like dish and he wanted food. Well, earlier that day, I went and got him a big bag of food. And you said, get him this one. But it was like 21 bucks. And I said, this one is 11. Like, why spend the extra money? This is going to be just fine. But I open it up and give him a handful, and these things were as big as a dime. And I go, this is not for little dogs, and he couldn't bite it. So I got out the cutting board. (laughs) And one piece of food by one piece of food, I cut it into fours and spent 25 minutes cutting all his food into bite-side pieces for him. And it was right after I ate. And then just as I sat down to have my whiskey and watch the action film, you were home at like 10. I got home early. I was like, this is a this is not a uh, bouncing concert till two in the morning. Because well, here's the deal. I'm someone when I go to big events, I have to be the first person out. Like generally I'll even leave early when everyone's waiting for that encore performance because I don't like traffic. But at the very end of the show, we naturally just went up and we went right up to the stage and we were just kind of recording, watching. It happened to be right by the exit. So the second they were done, I was like, you girls ready to go? And they're like, yeah, we have all of our stuff. So we just zoomed right out, beat the crowd. And that's yeah. just how I like to roll. You know, That, I don't... that was cool, though. And, and I, I do like that there are some changes that have been made technological that we can, I think, be grateful for in the, uh, the comeback. Yep. Um, you know, having these scanners doing everything through your phone, through menus, through Should ordering stuff, you know, and, and restaurants were already doing that. Um, I don't know if it's affecting servers at all, but it is kind of nice instead of having to wave down your server when they're busy, just go. So when the server goes in the back, I'm sure they just go, oh, my table six Quick needs an, a refill or needs a, uh, a quesadilla. And I'm not kidding you. At this concert, it came out like that. I was expecting to be waiting for 20 minutes because sometimes I'm not kidding you. We were making a running joke because they come out in 30 seconds with whatever you ordered. I'm like, that is some excellent wow. service. It was so fast. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, I'm. I, you can feel like everyone now, because I remember I made a video like three weeks ago where I felt weird when I was going into the grocery store, but half the people working at the grocery store don't have masks oh, yeah, anymore. Yeah. So I was thinking to myself, so they must have a protocol at that company that if you're vaccinated, you're allowed to go maskless. Yep. But it took people a while where you don't know. So I like bring my mask everywhere I go. I went to the storage unit, Yeah. walked in the door, the woman in front of me had no mask and the worker had no mask. So I was like, oh, I'm, so not, like I'm, I'm taking mine off because yeah. I don't want to wear it, but I'm trying to be respectful if exactly. there's a lot of people who have exactly. it. But everybody's kind of done with it. And I really hope though that airports, maybe people won't like this, but airports should just stay masked the whole time. Maybe not kick people off of planes like they had to back in the day, like right. that game. You know, I mean, I know people are going to be really like, um, like with kids. I know this is very complicated, but I'm saying in a perfect world with a light little mask, if we all just had to put it on the airport, because people are coming from all Everywhere. different states, yeah. all different countries, people are traveling. You're 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 being intersected with Ugh. so many people yeah. that it would probably be kind of nice. Pull it down to eat and drink in the plane, yeah. which will be fine. Yeah. But other than that, open her up. Andrew open Schultz. her up. Open her up like a can of beans. Okay. Open her up. It's just interesting though to watch too. Even going to restaurants, you'll see people. Because everyone's kind of trying to figure it out. Because if you're vaxxed, you're like, okay, well, I still want to be respectful, you know, because every place is different. And so you'll see people in the waiting area with masks on. But then the second you get to your table, you're like, okay, I got to take it off now. Well, I used to make fun of those people. And now I'm that person. (laughs) 
where they used to, I was like, my God, you're going through the double door of the grocery store yeah, and it's already yeah. off. I'm like, yo, just wait till you get to the car. Now I am the same way. Yeah. I can't wait to get yeah. it off. And if we have to get a booster in six months or a year, oh, I'm going to be I, like, I'm going to throw a tantrum like a three-year-old who doesn't get Skittles at oh, Target. relax. You'll be fine. I already did this. I did this. I don't like shots. I got them both. I don't want there to be, I just and want it to work. great. But I don't want to do it you anymore. You might have to do one more. I don't want to do it. Go do it, babe. I just want them to figure this out. All right, let's like move. Let's move on. I think we'll be good for a little bit. Yeah, and I'm not going to think that far in advance. Aren't but... you glad we got it when we did, though? You don't have to deal with it now. Oh, I'm so happy. Like even picking up my dad, seeing people like, yeah. you know, and I'm, we got to see like, uh, I think he's napping right now because he's been <laughs> up since would. five. I knew he would. And, um, but we're going to, um, but, but I want to go to dinner. Last time they were here, oh, we couldn't go to dinner. Because your mom did it. Yeah, that's right. So you and I, we've we've been to, we went to the same place. I felt like such a dork. We went to the same place back-to-back days. <laughs> We're so embarrassed. And I was like, what are the chances getting the same server and that she's working? Oh, in Freddie Smith's favor, 100%. I'm a gambling <laughs> He's man. He's a gambling man. Today's episode is sponsored by Manly Bands which is very convenient considering that we decided to go with Manly Bands for my ring when we got married on uh, December 31st. New Year's Eve, New did Year's you forget? Eve. No, I was just, I don't even know what day it is. So, um, but no, our New Year's Eve wedding, which will, I'll never forget the anniversary because of that date. You great, know, it's very, great. you know. Um, but yeah, I'm really, really happy with uh, my Manly Bands ring. And, um, and do you want to share a little bit about Manly Bands? Heck yeah, I want to share about manly bands. Okay, so for all of my brides-to-be, I want you to remember back to the countless hours spent jumping through jewelry store hoops in search of the perfect engagement ring. Well, the last thing that your man wants to do is run the same gauntlet again for his wedding band. We learned that with Freddie. So now, thank you to manly bands he doesn't have to, which is truly a godsend for brides and grooms. Manly Bands has awesome wedding bands in just about every type of earthly material. So I want to chat about your wedding band and what that experience was like, because it was so simple, easy. Oh, yeah. It's very, very, yeah. I, I, I love it. You can order yourself a ring sizer because as men, I mean... I'm being a little stereotypical here, but there's, a, you know, sometimes we don't know even like what size, I couldn't even imagine what size I was or even for you, I had to ask, but you can order yourself a sizer, Manly Bands will send it over and they had so many options and you kind of helped me pick out the one that I'm very happy with because it matches your <laughs> ring. That's right. And uh, it's, it's just beautiful. And I've never really been a guy who wore rings and this was my first time and it's been a wonderful experience. I only take it off to shower and sleep. I put it right next to my nightstand and wake it up. <laughs> Up and I'm reminded that I got my beautiful wife right Yay. there, and uh, so it's it's been great. I, I'm I'm. It was very, really very cool because we went with the whiz for you because, like he mentioned, I have rose gold on mine. We wanted it to match, and they have just such a variety variety of different types of rings. So once your honey has selected his band, you go to the website. You're gonna get this awesome package. That was your favorite thing was the presentation. It was great. Yeah, you were like, this is so cool. I love this company. So. Once you select your ban, Manly Bands will offer free shipping worldwide, a 30-day exchange policy, and a free warranty. So to order his Manly Ban, you get 21% off. Do you like 21% off? I do. You'll also get a free silicone ring. Go to manlybands.com forward slash Freddie Alyssa. That's manlybands.com forward slash Freddie Alyssa for 21% off Manly Bands. 
the best damn rings, period. No, we went to Claremont, which is the cutest spot. It's like this little gem of a town, and it's just really charming. And we found it was like a brewery. Oh, it's so perfect. It's so perfect. It's my perfect. favorite place to be. Outside. Breweries, bar food, beer. Oh, my, like literally my favorite thing to Outside. do. Like, outside, live music. And we went on a Saturday, or no, we went on a Friday first during happy hour. And we didn't plan to go at that time. We were just up there. And we're like, dang, everything up here is like really good price. And, you know, it was and happy then, hour. Yeah. Then the next day we went back up to look around at some homes. And we're like, let's go back to that place. What are the odds that that waitress will be there? Yeah, she was. And she served us awkward. But it was no longer happy hour. No. It was 71 <laughs> bucks with tip. I go, oh, this now this... Because before we were like, we got all this food. For like and I was like, wow. Bucks. But yeah, and then she even had to mention it because uh, she was yeah. like, yeah, it's not happy hour. And I was like, yeah, but it was still really good. And then we stopped at Applebee's yesterday for a quick little We've been lunch. we enjoying ourselves. I, I'm, I'm so, so happy to be out there. But yeah, we have spent the past two weeks, morning, noon, and night, yep. looking for places to rent. And um, <sighs> the interesting part, too, is how many places in in Florida, I, I don't really know because we don't click on it anymore because I'm tired of getting my hopes up. So I click dog because I don't want to find the perfect uh, place. And I go, and then they go, no pets. So I like to put it in the filter. Gotcha. But you've got the, you've, you, we also have the, the fact that we got Benjamin. Yes. Who, you know, he's our ride or die. Um, but he does create when moving into a new place. A it has thing. to be dog friendly. You usually have to pay more money, and it's it's all good. But we move so much, that's why it's like a thing. It's like sure. every year you have to pay four hundred bucks and then fifty dollars a month, and sure. it's like, um, so it's that. Then we've also realized that there are people who are trying to buy a home who can't buy one because they're putting in offers every day and yeah. they're being outbid because of the market. Yeah. So those people, I believe, this is a hunch, are going, look, I I can't keep looking and putting in offers. Let me just rent a house mm -hmm. or a townhome. Then you have people whose houses right now are so above market value that they're trying to cash in. So they're selling their home and going to rent a house so that they can collect all this money. Yeah. So we're competing with all the people moving here who have also like, they're, they're like of all different ages. Sure. Like even someone like your parents who are relocating here with a job who, you know, your dad's like been at the paper, company. They're going to be like, yes. Yeah, it was kind of like, Them it's like for us, punks. we're doing all self-employed <laughs> stuff. So it's like we even put an application on a great house. You guys, we found this house and it was everything we were looking for. It was four bedroom, brand new, never been lived in, in a great area that we liked, backyard for little man. And I was like, this is it. I go, we found the house. We got it the day it was yep. on. And then we reached out. She's like, oh, yes, here's the application. We filled it out. Then I didn't hear anything until the next day I reached out. I go, hey, you know, I just wanted to double check what's going on with the application, the status of it. And I didn't hear back for hours. And I go, that's weird because she used to respond to me really quickly, the listing agent. Well, guys, turns out they went with another application because they had like 12 to 15 people, um, you know, put applications in. So... You know, it just is one of those things. And I, I really have to tell myself that I really believe everything happens for a reason. And I think our place will come. But then yesterday, we had this other one we were looking at through a friend. And it was it was a condo. Um, but we walked in and we go, whoa, this is actually really great. It's in the area we live now, which we love. 
And we were so excited. We go, this actually really could work. And then at the very end, we brought up our dog and they're like, oh, this is no pet property. And we're like, what? Yeah, she forgot we had a she dog, forgot. which she's only met us a couple times. So right. it's like How she would wouldn't. She know? But um, so, yeah, it's, so it's. So we didn't get that either. And, and also, too, we're competing with these applicants. And I'm telling you, it's like if you had to pick and choose. It, it like even with Alyssa and myself, like we can show our bank statements and we thought that would like help, you know, because yeah. we're like we have a savings account, like here's, you know, this and we're self-employed. So it's we have a unique situation. So yeah. they're always very they always keep saying this is unique because yeah. of how we're showing PayPal and all these different like YouTube and I like know. all they're this like, stuff. They're like, what is this stuff? Like who are all these? So they say, who's your employer? I'm like, well, we work with like so. new advertisers every yeah. week. So it's just kind of, we were trying to organize everything, but I feel like if someone's looking at that going, okay, so they, okay, so they, they have the income, the savings is great, but we've also got a school teacher and a accountant with two kids yeah. that have, they've worked for those companies for 17 years. It just seems like, oh, let's just do that. And they don't have a dog. Right. So we're, we're just, we've, I mean, I, I don't, we don't know what to do. The only other option that we, that we truly have is to go into a cookie cutter apartment like right. we've done in LA for 15 years because right. that's all we could afford in LA because those are like 26 to 3200 but here you can get a two bedroom for 1650 but there's you have to get top floor mm -hmm. because we don't want anyone there and then you also lose out on the yard for Benji the basketball hoop yeah. all the weight equipment that uh. we have we don't have a driveway and the sad part about this is that if a two bedroom apartment let's say was a thousand dollars yeah. And I go, babe, only a thousand bucks compared to the three thousand we're used to in LA. A thousand bucks seems cheap. Top floor, we don't have a garage, we don't have a yard, we don't have any space, but it's only a thousand bucks. Right. When these apartments are sixteen fifty or seventeen hundred, but then you can get a house for eighteen fifty, a four bedroom. It hurts. You're just like, why I'm not gonna settle in an apartment uh -uh. because they have a community pool and a barbecue. We don't need that. Like we never use them for so, fifteen years. <laughs> no, we never. <laughs> never. Never. I've never Maybe used like the amenities. A handful of times. Never used them. <laughs> so it's just painful to go, I don't want to settle for an apartment because for two hundred more, if we could win an application, we would get a four bedroom house. I know. And even that other one that we really loved was two thousand. And yeah. And for all my LA people, this is a four bedroom, two bath, brand new build. It's a huge yard. Huge yard driveway in a community for $2,000. Unheard of. 1,900 square feet. Unheard of. Un you can't even of. get a two bedroom apartment, I don't think, in LA for 19000 no. or $2,000. So for oh. us, we're like, what? And, um, and then it's, but yeah, even though we got it in first, they're sitting well, back. Well, we think we got it in first. We don't know. We don't know. It, we did it on a Saturday. On Sunday, Monday, it, they it were went, It went on the market, though, Friday, the day before. I don't know what time, but it did. So there could have been other people ahead of us, and they were just like, eh. We need to make a connection. Yes. That we, we need to know somebody and go into a house and say, are you the owner? Hi. <laughs> we're listening, Freddie. This is our dog, Benji. Yeah. We would love this place. We have always paid on time yeah. we just want to just move in yeah because if they're looking at just people on paper they're shuffling through and i know if i was a renter yeah you're gonna be more secure with somebody who's been an accountant for 17 years and a school teacher sure. that's been with the same company for 10 years it's like oh this is easy no dog it's like or they do or whatever it may be so 
we are have just been really struggling for two weeks. Um, so, so kind of where we're at right now, yeah. your dad's here because we thought, hey, let's look up until the very end. Even this morning, we went to see a house. Yeah, um, which I really wanted. It was perfectly priced. It was a little far. A little far. And it had no washer dryer. Which was huge no-no for us. We have to go buy them? Because then you have to invest, and that's expensive. And then we have to take them with us. Oh, my gosh. And then you have to put... (laughs) Imagine... Imagine... um, It's like Mio's mattress. (laughs) We've had that for so long. We've had our buddy's mattress for way too long. He bought a Tempur-Pedic. It was a $4,000 mattress that he bought. He slept on it for only five years. It was in mint condition. We took it in 2014, and we've had that for seven years. <laughs> and it's also, now that I've been in these beds, I'm not looking forward to that bed again. I the know. Tempur-Pedic is so soft, but you, you wake sweat. up with your back drenched. Not, I don't like it. And what's so funny about this running joke is we took this mattress because we said, Mia, when you move back to LA, we'll give it back to you. <laughs> Well, he ended up in Ohio. We ended up in Florida. We still have his freaking mattress. It's been everywhere. We've um, just lugged it around for so long and we just sweat. Yeah. We should get rid of it. So, But anywho, so where we're at now, we were looking up until the last minute. Freddie and his dad are going to storage tomorrow. Or that's when we had it available just in case. And unless something, a miracle Comes up happens, tonight. yeah, we will have you guys move it into storage tomorrow. The good news, and this is what kind of saved us and made it like a little less stressful, is that my parents have their Airbnb until the end of the month and they're closing on their house in the beginning of June. So it's just going to be empty. Yeah, it's going to be empty. So we can go and stay there. And within 30 days, if we can't find a place to live, then we got the problem. Well, and then I don't want to um, recap this whole entire story. We can kind of share it in the future when we actually get a little more um, uh, information moving forward. But, um, you know, we even looked into trying to buy, too. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole crazy um, process we shared in our members podcast. Yeah. Um, we went through the whole steps and we were like looking for it. We also learned a lot about that. Um, so it, it's we've really exhausted every option. And yeah. for the, and th- this is not the time to be breaking a lease. <laughs> Like if we would have just had a place, yeah. this is the time you just stay. Well, but it's... we can't. So we're like But it's crazy because you and I moved here in Orlando, which at that or in when? In October. We moved to Orlando in October and at that time would have been the time to either buy or find like a great rental house. Easy peasy. Because it wasn't crazy saturated yet. But we didn't because we were getting married and all of our energy was going into that. There, remember, there was just so much. We were just getting settled. We had this Airbnb for two months and we're like, you know what? Let's just see if we can extend this lease for six months. It'll give us time to really figure out what we're doing, where we're going. And now the six months is up and the market is just great, great. And I think that they even went up a little bit too because I remember when I first started looking there was a lot of places that were, I think even the renting, they know they're getting okay. applicants. And I think it's gone up a couple hundred bucks. Yep. Um, so even back in October, if we would have just, or at least November, when we stayed here for the Airbnb two months before we signed a lease, around that time, I think we could have got a three bed, two bath house mm-hmm. for about 1550 or 1600 And I remember we were looking at it. We were like, we still have to do a security deposit. We still have to get an extra bed. We still have to get our grill and all this. So we looked, we put all the money together, plus the hassle and just all of it and moving. We're like, let's just stay here through the wedding. Yeah. And, you know, we'll just enjoy. Um, But then this times just got really crazy where we're like, 
this is, you know, we, we should move and we should buy something yeah. because we just keep wasting money. We've wasted money on rent for 15 years. Yeah. It's been crazy. And hey, not to say we haven't tried, tried. We've looked at every avenue in the past like three to four months. You know, like we really are just researching and going, hey, what would be good? But it's just not the right time. And also what a problem is, is it's distracting. Mm-hmm. Like we, we, we didn't even do our podcast last week. I know. We, we just have we no couldn't. time. There I mean, no time. we are driving and, and we're also like closing on your parents' house. So we're like working. We have a lot of different deals that we've been doing. And, um, but I just don't like being distracted. Yeah. I don't like that four days, our last four days have been spent driving all over the place instead of making YouTube videos or, you know, I don't know, relaxing for one day. Oh, would that be nice? Cause I'm starting to like, I'm like, like I, I'm looking forward to like moving tomorrow just to just be out of my head and just like lift some stuff and like move and just yeah. kind of like go to dinner and my dad's here yeah. and then we have Memorial Day weekend and this place, this will be cool. Saturday, Sunday, Monday is our three last days here, mm-hmm. but all of our stuff's going to be gone. So it's going to be a true Airbnb again for three days. Yep. So it's Memorial Day weekend. We're like, let's just go lay out by the pool, relax, because yep. then we're going to be living in the Airbnb with your parents for a few days. And then we'll have the whole Airbnb to ourselves until June 30th. But then we still have to move. But I'm like, I'm just excited to get on this real estate train. We have mm-hmm. we have videos that we want to make. We have just so many things that we want to do. I want I never want to miss a podcast. I love doing it Wednesdays. We want to get back into some guests. Like we have all these plans and it just feels like we've just been distracted with this whole move. I know. And your real estate license took I mean that took that, a that, lot. Cuz what you did it was just incredible to have pulled that off in 8 weeks of studying, learning, getting that, finding your parents a house. So it's insane. Yeah. Our but, life is insane, babe. Well, and that's why we really just wanted a place so that me and my dad could move it in. He could help me hang up all the heavy mirrors. We were like, let's just move so that starting June 1st, we're back to work. But now, you know, I don't even know where we're going to shoot the podcast. Like we'll figure out a way to do it while we're at your parents' my place. We'll set up the green curtain. in there though. I was talking to her today. She goes, there's tons of space in so there. we'll just set this same little thing up and we'll have either a white wall behind me or something or we could just do one shot if we're traveling and where we're both in the one shot i've seen together. podcasts like that before you know, it's it not might... as cool i like the close-ups but maybe just temporarily okay, i don't know just through our growing pains while we find a place to live but i guess if you have to look at the silver lining it will be an exciting summer and we'll take you guys along for every step of the way you yeah, know yeah you know um fair to say it won't be boring no. Because <laughs> our always, life is crazy. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, but we, we appreciate you all so much. Um, so um, thanks for tuning in. We will be back next Wednesday. You'll probably see our new podcast set up. Oh, and we'll fill you in because week by week things are changing. Um, but we appreciate you so much. We're wishing you just a wonderful, wonderful week. And um, and a happy Memorial Day weekend. Or a little early uh, happy Memorial Day weekend. Enjoy your time with your family. And, um, and we will see you on uh, Wednesday. Bye.